because of your style of leadership and because of my military background, I really felt once I committed to you to say we're going to do this, I felt compelled that I couldn't let you down. And I had to get the story out and I had to get it out and I had to get it out right. Welcome to You Should Write a Book About That. My name is Kim O'Hara. I'm an intuitive book coach at A Story Inside, and I'm interviewing fascinating people from all walks of life who have a story to tell. Do they have a book in them? Stick around and find out. Businessman and CEO Alan Maxwell had a dream to write a book about not just his 22 challenging and global years in the U.S. Navy, but how he got out of several broken systems as a young man from the streets of Philly and the backwoods of Baxley, Georgia. As my book client, he has just landed the number three spot with his book, The System is Unforgiving, play by the rules and win on the Wall Street Journal top 10 business books and USA Today top 150 books, never mind number one book in the entrepreneurial category on Amazon. How are you today, Alan? I am outstanding, Kim. Thank you for asking. How are you feeling about this success? I mean, what is it like to be on this side now of the completed book? You know, I'm still taking it in. I'm just, I'm just elated. It's hard to just believe that it was just a, an idea and a dream and here it is a reality. So I'm still just processing this right now, but it's incredible, especially all the great reviews. I love what you asked your wife when you reached one of these accolades. Can you remind the audience what you said to her when you woke up in the morning? Yes. I, I basically just asked her, you know, um, when I decided to make the decision to switch careers, what was her thoughts? And she told me that she never questioned my decision in the 25 years that we were married and she wasn't going to challenge them now and just pretty much gave me free reign to take my family life into my hands to make a difference. A lot of responsibility, but I pulled it off. And when you woke up in the morning after one of these successes, she said to you, you asked her, What's it like to wake up next to a best-selling author? And what did she say? Oh, kind of like the way it did yesterday. (laughs) (laughs) Steady. Always steady in your life. And you talk about that in the book as one of the systems is partnership, picking the right partner. And you really set out to write a fairly linear memoir about your life. What prompted you to do that? Were there people telling you that you should write a book? Yes, because of uh, some of the challenges that I've been through and and the people that have known me along the way thought that, you know, I had something to say and that it was critical and that it was uh, interesting that could possibly help others. And so I pondered the thought and pondered the thought. And to tell you the truth, when I met you, Kim, that was the, uh, the catalyst that that really just uh, made me say, let's do this because uh, I talked to others, just didn't feel it, but you really just pulled that out of me and got me going. The violin struck up and we made beautiful music with your book. It was a wonderful experience and you had never written before. I mean, before you had the dream and to be honest with you, I mean, 
as your book coach, I saw you every week for a year, but I wasn't writing the book. You were. So tell me about what that was like in those late hours, those hours you squoze it in. What was it like writing? Well, because of your style of leadership and because of my military background, I really felt once I committed to you to say we're going to do this, I felt compelled that I couldn't let you down. And I had to get the story out and I had to get it out and I had to get it out right. So it was a matter of a a personal challenge. And again, it was not letting you down, not failing and, and committing to what I started. And that was the most important thing is to finish what I started, be committed and to do it the right way. So I thank you for your drive and, and, um, and stick to it to this. Thank you. I remember, you know, there was this moment and it was, it, it stands out for me. It's going to stand out for me indelibly for a long time. Cause I remember the day I called you up, I think we were going into the third draft and I said, Alan, you know, I love your story. You know, I'm there for you. It's amazing. But in here is so much to share with people. Like you have these like rules. And then I remember I sent you off on this assignment. Like I would give you these assignments, right? Here, you've never written a book in your life. And I'd say, create the rules of the system or something. And doggone it, you came back like the next day with 15 rules of the system. And we integrated it. Were you surprised to discover this list? Um, Yes and no. Uh Yes, I didn't realize that I was operating in that environment or in that system of systems. But once I thought about it, then I wasn't surprised because that's the way I live my life. And so um, these are all the things that I've learned over life. And they, they've, they've existed and helped me achieve the things that I've achieved to sticking by those rules. And every time I swayed away from them, things never went right. So it always brings me back to stick by the rules, play by the rules. and Again, I I won and still are winning and still is winning. And watching people not follow the rules, it's 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 kind of painful, isn't it? It's mind boggling because a lot of cases is like watching someone having the keys to a Maserati uh, and then sitting there not knowing how to drive and don't have driver's license or the desire to drive. And it's like unbelievable. It's like you've just been given something really, really valuable. And not not you're not even willing to 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 take a shot at you know going after it. So it's very frustrating to see somebody not follow the rules. And hopefully, because your book is an easy read, it's well laid out. The system is there for people to follow. That it will help millions of people see that they can have more control than they actually think they do in their life by realizing that situation is probably going to happen again, but I'm the one that can act differently. I'm the one that could do something differently. So what would you say are three tips that you would give people? They pick up your book. Maybe they're not that close to change. What are three first off tips you would give them to learning and changing? Number one, the first thing that one has to do is never take anything personal, no matter how personal it sounds or how close it gets to you. You cannot take it personal. You should always look to see the why. The second thing would be if you have a dream and a goal, stick to it. And no matter the roads 
challenges that you'll see, uh, no matter sometimes the uh, negativity that will be before you, you just have to stay focused. And the last thing is, is be true to yourself. You know, if you really want to do this and you really think it's important, um, stay with what you believe in and don't compromise yourself for anyone and don't let anyone take you off of what it is that you're trying to achieve. Very good advice. Excellent advice. And amid all that advice, there are these excellently exciting, discreet story moments in your book. And they're movie moments. They're they're like Sully with Tom Hanks or like he even just recently did a movie Greyhound that reminds me a lot of this chapter in your book where there is a collision in international waters on the USS Kincaid. People have to buy the book to to read this whole build up to this. Did you ever think when you started writing the book that we'd be talking about shopping movie rights? I did not. And I'll just throw this. Uh, my best friend who's in the book called me this morning and said to me, you know, Max, he said, you have hit gold here. He said, this book is for everyone. He said, this is not just for the young, not for the old. He said, you bring out things in this book that everyone could benefit from. So absolutely. That's a pretty, I mean, and that's coming from someone who's in the movie business and sees, you know, message movies are just as exciting and just as entertaining as just event movies. And you almost have that that combination, like, it's an event movie because there's a catastrophe, but really it was you as a as a young man seeing what didn't work and then later having an opportunity to go, uh-uh, mm-mm, no, I'm not doing that again. <laughs> so it's it's like a lesson. So amid all this, you know, book fanfare and excitement, you run a very successful business and you have had your share of run-ins in business, you talk about this in the book, high government levels, some internal shenanigans. What do you hope that the reader walks away with when they hear of those experiences that you've had? What number one strength will they walk away with? Again, I go back to, um, you're going to have trials. You're going to have trials in life. You're going to have trials in business. You're going to have trials and no matter anything you're doing, especially when you're trying to move up the corporate ladder or the military ladder or do things successful. So again, you cannot, absolutely not let someone take you off your game. And you're going to have folks come at you. They're going to come at you at full force. And you just have to uh, stay the course. And you might even lose a couple battles, but you have to focus on the big picture and get through the end. I mean, that, I think that's critical. That was something that really stuck with me week after week with you and hearing your story was I was always like, wow, God, he weathered that like and he went to bed. You know, <laughs> like I would have been up, you know, all night worrying. And you continued to raise two beautiful, successful daughters and you've had a long marriage and you have people in your business that are faithful to you and have been working for a really long time. And now you have the book and you're just in the beginning of your journey. How do you see this opening a new path for you in business, possibly as a speaker? 
Oh my God. I, I am still, still excited. And the more that I hear the accolades, the more that I hear from some of the people that has that have read the book, it's starting to make me want to get out and tell the story. It's making me want to get out and share with more people and just to kind of say, listen, you can do it. It's, it's not magical. I hear it was a kid from Philly. You know, I could have been in gangs. I could have been, you know, doing all sorts of bad things in life. But here I am today, like you said, a successful businessman, uh, uh, you know, a happy father and, and a loving family. And so, yeah, I think it's, uh, it's, it's important that, um, that you um, just keep moving forward. Do you think 10 years ago you had thought about writing a book? 10 years ago, I had no idea. 15 years ago, I had no idea that I even owned a successful business. So 10 years ago, writing a book wasn't even a thought. So really in the last 10 years, so much has happened for you. So much. I mean, you've really taken off. I mean, you already had this whole life, but just really, I mean, I just think that that gives, you know, I'm 50 and I look at the 50s are going to be the best decade of my life. Like I've been prepping my whole life for this decade. And I feel like there's a lot of people that feel that way. That's a very interesting perspective because on my 50th birthday, a month after was when I decided to walk away from a GS-15 position, give it all up, and start all over. And so in the last 11 years, I built all of this. That's what's amazing. That is That is so, what is amazing. That is so inspiring. I mean, that is so inspiring. And that's like a, a, a part of the book, you know, but that's just like one of them. But so I feel like the whole life you led up to that and the 15 rules of the system was what gave you that strength. And so young people that read the book, <laughs> maybe they don't have to wait as long as we have to wait, right? They're going to know more from us, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. You can't let the trial get you down. You really can't. And you can't be satisfied where you're at. I mean, if you're not even as a GS-15, some would say that was the pinnacle of their career. That was the highlight of their life. But if that's not for you, and if you're not happy, you can't settle for that. You have to go for what's going to make you happy. I'm extremely happy. I wake up in the morning smiling these days. You told me the other day, God bless you, that you have another book in you already. Are you sure about that? <laughs> I think there's more to it. I think I think I'd like to go a little bit more into Guantanamo Bay and maybe a little bit more into the collision at sea because those were both life-changing events and uh, both of them uh, really really made me dig deep inside to find out who I was and what I was about. So, if I had to do another one, I think I would focus in those areas. Thank you so much, Alan. It's been a joy and an honor to support you to bestseller status. And today I consider you a good friend. And I as well. Ride or die, partner. You've been listening to You Should Write a Book About That. If you enjoyed our episode, tell a friend to listen, subscribe, and review on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. 
And a big shout out to our listeners on CastBox, where you can leave a comment and I will personally respond. 